Well, welcome to the Side Talks Podcast. I'm Rachel Morgan. I'm Corey Kraft. What's and, up, Ding uh, Dongs? Yeah, I, I was running late today, so we're going to really push through this morning and, uh, or this afternoon and see what else <laughs> I've screwed up already. Rachel was so I'm, late, I'm, it is I'm, now the I'm next morning. I'm approaching this podcast like the cocaine bear. <laughs> Uh, so you you murdered Sam on the way in. Ripped, so what? Ripped him in in, in half. <laughs> R.I.P. Sam. Oh man, this is a movie podcast. We talk about movies. I've been running late, so let's go ahead and get started. Let's do it. Get ready for a five minute fight. Five minute round one fight. Five minute fight time. I am so happy, Corey, to be on the pro side of this argument today because i am rarely over in the seat on the pro side that's right and um truthfully and brad i hope you've started the timer go ahead and start it um i don't remember what we're arguing about but i oh thought it would gosh, be funnier if i asked on mic oh yeah it was hilarious <laughs> when you did that it was hilarious nailed it we're arguing about poison ivy poison ivy that's right poison ivy a movie that i just watched on the criterion channel which is wild it's wild that it's on the criterion channel this is what 1996 92 92 92 okay. and it was uh it premiered at the sundance film festival to some controversy um mostly you know related i guess to Young Drew Barrymore, who had already been kind of a troubled public figure at that point, had gone through rehab at a very young age, and this was kind of her late teens years comeback role in this little indie thriller that's honestly pretty fucking sleazy. I'm going to tell you right now, and this is just a bit of an aside. I don't want to burn time up with this, but I am. Uh-huh. All of us, all of us, everybody that's listening and everybody that's in this room and the room adjacent to us. We, at this point in our lives, have not seen the shit that Drew Barrymore had seen by the time well, she was eight. That's for sure. And we probably won't in our yeah, lifetime. I think that's that's for sure. Anyway, yeah, I'm sure that it did because she's, you know, they're leaning into that a bit. But here's the deal. I'm tr- approaching this argument with a bit of a different strategy today. Okay. And that is that I saw this film a couple of times years and years ago. Right. I remember being incredibly entertained by it, you know, a little tongue in cheek with it, but, you know, really enjoying and appreciating it. And I went back to watch it today. And it's one of those days where somebody else's emergency became my emergency, right. even though not my problem person. But So you only whatever. saw a little bit of it. So I only saw the first five minutes. And so here's the thing. And I've seen it before. But I had already decided within the first five minutes that I didn't need to really even see anymore to win this argument. Because this is my approach. You, you get ready? the Sarah Gilbert voiceover predominantly in the well, first listen, five minutes. I just took some notes. And okay. it, my notes start out with, I'm in the first five minutes of this thing. And I'm thinking, hell yes. Look at this. The opening graphic alone is really cool. She's coloring a cross, and then it cuts to a tattoo on her leg of the same cross. And I'm just thinking right now that Corey sucks. This is written in my notes. Wow. Then I see Tom Skerritt's name on the screen. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, but really I've already won there. this argument. And then you've got Sarah Gilbert like voiceovering, having a crush on Drew Barrymore. It's the m- most awkward and strange it's- and. But it's 1992, so like it's all subtext. It shouldn't be, and like everybody she knew what was going on. She straight up says at the beginning, she's like, "I'm not a lesbian." Well, actually, maybe I'm a lesbian. So I don't. How much that's subtext to you? That was not followed <laughs> up on in the text of the film. But uh, I, look, I, I'm yeah, not going to sure. argue that. Okay, I. I that's that's a perfectly valid reading of the movie. Okay, then it cuts to Drew Barrymore on a rope swing in slow motion. Uh huh. 
with the tattoos. We go back to that rope swing a lot. We go to that rope swing a lot. What is your problem, dude? I mean, like, it's a ridiculous trashy problem? movie. Like, then she's I- wearing a cat. The, on the slow motion swing, it uh-huh. cuts to the back of her jacket where she's where it's an illustration of like a metal lady, like a heavy metal yeah, lady, yeah. riding a big cat on the back of her leather jacket. Okay, you, what's cool. your problem, dude? Well, like, I just won I this fucking argument. I don't have with, like, any of these individual details necessarily. <laughs> I do think that they are in service of a pretty sleazy movie. A fun, so a, a moderately entertaining sleazy movie. A bad movie night candidate, let's say. But, but not a movie that I think is good in the conventional sense. Now, did I hoot and holler, you know, when Drew Barrymore was up to some of her Poison Ivy antics? Of course I did. I mean, it's definitely sleazy. Tom Skerritt eyeing her in the car almost uh-huh. immediately as Tom they're Skerritt? talking about spermicide. Uh-huh. It's, it's fucked up. So, so Drew Barrymore is kind of like the, the teen femme fatale or whatever in this movie and like yeah she does some stuff that wouldn't be considered appropriate uh in in civilized society of course you know i'm not gonna you know uh, allow for the murder and whatnot that's bad ivy you can't you can't do that shit but tom scarrett in this movie should get the fucking chair yeah, he is such a fucking sleazeball. Yes, but this is also like... Executed for just leering. Look, dads were horny in the 90s. <laughs> that's an absolute fact. Can you just dick jar that for me? Just for, no problem. That's a dad dick on for all through the 90s right there. Ding, ding, ding. They were, they, there's definitely an issue. Look at fear. You know, yeah. look at like, there are so many examples of this. There's a lot of horny dads. Just, he, we got to roll with it. It's sleazy. It's, am I wrong to say this is female directed? It, it, it is female directed. Okay. It is. Okay. Cat Shea I, is the director. Look, I'm not trying to defend this film's sleaziness. All I'm saying is that this is not a bad film. It's a really ridiculously fun film. And there's some good stuff about it. And, and I will, let me say this. The cinematography is pretty darn good. I was... There are some there are some plot developments, let's say that that beggar belief. Um, let so, me just re- let me just Sam, let me revert back to my original strategy here, and just if you could reflect on those first two minutes of uh-huh. what happens in this film. Thank yeah, you. De- definitely disregard everything I said. <laughs> oh, this is definitely a very fun movie that I would watch again. It's and I will acknowledge it's a little odd to have it on the Criterion Channel. <laughs> poison, um, poison ivy. Let's see. Um, so, okay, I do just love the mental image of Rachel stopping a movie to take a note that simply says Corey sucks. Um, <laughs> I just, I didn't pause it. I wrote it while it was still running, but okay. Um, and honestly, before you said that last part, I had already typed out in my notes, young Drew Barrymore, slow motion swinging, sold, in all caps. Um, and it looks like it even influenced the Amanda Seyfried uh, scene when she For gets sure. high in Twin Peaks The Return in the red car for sure. Um, and yeah, I'm completely sold. I might go home and watch this. Um, we need more erotic thrillers. We need more female-directed erotic thrillers. Um, yeah, I'm going to agree with Rachel's note. Corey sucks. Here. All right, that's uh, fair. Five million points to Rachel. Thank you. I appreciate it. I do want to just do a disclaimer that says we don't need any more horny 90s dads like Tom Skerritt, though. I, I mean... Unless they're in service of... Drew Barrymore in slow motion on a rope swing while Sarah Gilbert sketches her. Now, apparently Sam's, you know, covering that for us today. 
Like, why why do we need Tom Skerritt when we have Sam in the booth oh, wow. being like, oh, to- well, Rachel wins because Drew Barrymore, whoo, hubba hubba. Uh, Sam started whacking himself on the head uh, with a big wooden wow. mallet and his, Steam's uh, coming out his of my ears, yeah, actually, yeah. eyes just burst out of uh, his head uh, and he turned into a cartoon <laughs> wolf. Stamping the floor, yeah. It's um, crazy. Any way you look at it, I won. Aha. All right, fine. <laughs> So this is that new, new, new segment of the podcast. That's right. Man, I love it. It's called Name That Movie. And Brad's going to be really, really kind and throw some clips our way, some preloaded clips uh, our way. And Corey, I know what they are, and you're going to try to guess the film just by listening to it. Now, in the last one, the first segment that we did this, I think I got three out of four. You did. You did. Um, face planted on Bridget Jones's diary, which is embarrassing. Let's see how I fare today. Well, I'm going to tell you that the first one, if if I've got, if I got it right, because I know uh-huh. Brad's got it right, but if I've got it right, the first one is going to be pretty easy. I wanted to just start out kind. Mm. And so I can't wait to see if you get it and if you get it before the listeners get it. Okay, well, let's uh, let's get started, I reckon. I met an old friend of yours. Oh? Owen Jenkins. Oh. Owen. Now, there's a blast from the past. Do you remember him? He remembers you. Of course I remember him. He had the longest nose hair in the free world. Well, he doesn't now. He hardly has any hair anywhere. Owen's been gone from Chickapin Parish since God was a boy. I'd forgotten it ever existed. Well, now he lives in Monroe and goes to First Presbyterian. When he found out where I was from, he asked me if I knew you. You used to live in Ohio somewhere. His wife just died recently. He's moved back down here. Here. <laughs> Does this story have a point? No, not really. He just remembers you fondly, I think. Well, I can't imagine why. He was not a bad fellow. But I managed to run him off. And marry the first of two total deadbeats. Well, maybe sometime I could arrange for us all to get together. I mean, I've got some guesses, maybe but not. I don't think I've seen this movie. Oh, you've definitely seen this film. I've definitely you've seen definitely this seen movie. Seen this film. You've definitely seen this film. I'm shocked. I am absolutely shocked that you didn't get it. But maybe it, guess. Well, it's a southern lady. A lot of southern ladies. That's, that's um. Yeah. So is it fried green tomatoes? No. Okay. So it's something else. That I imagine is along Aww. similar lines. It's Steel Magnolias. Steel Magnolias. Yes. Yeah, I'm okay. shocked you didn't no, get it. I've never seen Did Steel Magnolias. Did you hear how bad that accent is? That is. Yeah, it was kind of shocking. That is Julia Roberts, and it is shocking. You've never it's, seen I it. I figured it was Julia Roberts. I couldn't think of the name of the movie. I've never seen this I'm movie. I'm really surprised. This is a movie that has almost certainly like been played on a television while I was in the room when I was a child, but I've never this. seen it. You need to watch this, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. You might not like it, and then I would totally fight All right, I'll watch to it. the death for Steel Magnolias, I've, even with those terrible fucking accents. I've also would never seen death. Fried Green Tomatoes, so maybe I should watch that, Yeah, too. that's a, that'd be a good double feature. You know what? what's probably really fun about this, though, is I guarantee you there were people who were listening who just who were screaming Steel Magnolias yeah. at the top of their lungs, and you don't usually, we don't usually get that with you, Corey. So no, no, that's a blind spot for sure. Let's see if you can, you know, keep up at least at least tie your average from last time. All right, I hope so. Listen to clip number two. I don't have anything big to say. It's okay. Just, I know you've been around, and I, well, just, I thought just, this is Manchester by the Sea. 
Bing, you got it. Incredible. That's uh, Michelle Williams in her big scene in that movie. Yeah. And Casey Affleck, my problematic fave, giving one of the best performances of the last 20 years. In touch with Joe. It's been kind of weird for me not seeing Patrick. Oh, okay. I I didn't know. How amazing is this scene? Uh, You could see him if you want. Could we ever have lunch? Michelle. I mean, that's you and me. Yeah. Could we ever have lunch? And see, there's somebody who's doing a good Bostonian accent. Yeah. Um, Michelle Williams. They're yeah. both so great in that movie. Oh you my god. You got that really quick. I'm impressed. That was that I was impressed by. I, I, impressed I love by. I love this movie. I mean, it's a weird movie to love because it's the saddest fucking movie ever made. But I, it is. I love it. But you know what? That I, here's where I'll have. I will give you some credit. You take that out of context, and it could be anything in the world, right? And that you, you I don't think I would have gotten it. So good work. You got it. Uh, and I don't necessarily ping that as Michelle Williams' voice either. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's not really what I think of when I think of her voice. Yeah. Anyway, let's see what you, let's see if you can keep going. All keep right. up the keep up the good work here from number two, and let's go on to number three. How it must have been to grow up with the sky, oh. to feel the sun, the wind. This the is trees. some weird shit. But your people took it for granted. This is Jupiter ascending. You nope. do you know? Not Jupiter sending. Teeth, hands, blood. Exactly like you. Oh shit, this and is yet, so familiar. It was humans. Us! Fuck! You got How it. How did I not get that immediately? Fuck, fuck, fuck. You got it. Come on, that Corey. counts though. That counts because you were a little. You just spoke a little prematurely. That's okay. Yeah. You were trying to beat damn, the clock. I damn, get it. damn, damn. But you did get it. And I again, this is that thing we're taking out of context. Not that easy. It's such a distinctive voice. And I was thinking the reason I said Jupiter ascending is because Eddie Redmayne, as the villain in that yeah. silly movie, does that croaky voice. Um, but obviously, that's Lupita Nyong'o who gave one of my favorite performances of that year as the dual role right in us i love that movie well you got it you got it we're going to give you credit there so all right here we go this is the last one and i'm going to tell you i did save the hardest what i think is the hardest for the last okay. so yeah you may not be you may not be matching what you did last week right. but let's let's see have you thought much about luggage mr banks no i never really have it's the central preoccupation of my life You travel the world, you're away from home, perhaps away from your family. All you have to depend on is yourself and your luggage. Yeah, I guess that's true. Are you traveling light or heavy? Heavy. Flying? Flying and by ship. Sounds like Bill Murray. Yes. It's not Bill Murray. Ah, yes. So... A real journey. And then I'll be staying on this island, and I don't even really know if I'll be living in a hut or what. Oh, that's Tom Hanks. Is this Joe versus the volcano? Ding, ding, ding. You got it. Way to go. That is incredibly, incredibly impressive. I remember this scene now. Um, And that is a deep cut of a scene. It also reads, when you take it out of context, it reads so much more ominous than it is. 
in this basically comedy, right? So, wow, that's impressive. Okay, so you, you're you're th- three out of four. Three out of four Ain't again. Too bad. And the one that I missed is the easiest one that everybody's going to be super <laughs> mad at me about. But you haven't seen the film. But I haven't seen but the movie. But now you are going to watch it. Based I, on, you heard those accents, you thought, wow, I really, that's so convincing. I really want to see this Southern film. Let me go watch Julia Roberts at her best. Yeah, at her very best. Oh, yeah. People agree. Uh, no, I mean, it's a, it's... <sighs> It's a southern movie, for better or for worse, that I feel like I should see at some point. You know what yeah. I mean? So I'll watch it, um, if only to mitigate the embarrassment of that failure. There you go. That was your punishment. Well, thank you for listening to Side Talks Podcast, where your own personal Corey's not going to get this because he hasn't seen the film. Uh-oh. Weeza and Clarie. Yep. <laughs> is that Steel Magnolias? <laughs> yes, it is. All right. And my accent was just as good as theirs, by the way. And by the way, when you watch it, I think you'll see that that's a fairly apropos comparison. Who else is in that movie? Is, it, is Shirley MacLaine in that movie? Shirley MacLaine is absolutely in that movie. Dolly Parton is in uh, that film. Yeah. Um, a lot of greats are in that film. Okay. Um, your girl, um, oh my gosh, what, what a splash. What's her name? Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. Hey, all right. Daryl Hannah playing a nerd. Oh, yeah, I'm sure yeah. she's real nerdy. What'd they do, put a pair of dumb glasses on they her? They did. They absolutely put a pair. They're not dumb. They put a pair of like, oh, my gosh, these are very vintage styled, old school glasses. And that's what makes a woman ugly. <laughs> yeah, imagine. Right? I mean, you that's can be not... super hot and you put a pair of glasses on a woman and it's like, bomb. <laughs> that's not one of the most striking women uh, in Hollywood history. She's Gag. wearing glasses. Gag. Get her out of here. Somebody put a pair of sun- of glasses on um, Michelle Williams and I'm going to be like, vomit. Get away from me, bitch. <laughs> That's how it works, Corey. Oh, Thanks yeah. to Boutwell Studios. No no glasses wearers in there. No way. Not today. Not Especially not today. women. We wouldn't let any women in this room with glasses on because wow. vomit. They'd wow. be ugly. Wow. And that was Rachel Morgan, folks, who said that. <laughs> well, I'm not wearing um, any glasses. Podcast at SidewalkFest.com. That's where you can reach us with all of your feedback, and I'm sure you have some. Oh, for sure. Um, but until then, why don't you visit us online at SidewalkFest.com or on social media at SidewalkFilm. Uh, come see a movie with us at our cinema. You know, the showtimes are there at our website and on social media. You can see some of the cool events that we've got coming up at the cinema, some fun stuff. Uh, I don't know when you're hearing this, but in April alone, we've got Alabama Film Week um, and some really fun stuff coming up near the end of the month as well. So uh, SidewalkFest.com is where you can get those tickets. Why don't you join us? Bye. Bye. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.